0: Hi everyone, it's me again. I'm going to start a new um, series or season, however you want to call it. It's talk about racing, car racing, not you know any other kinds of racing, um, but four-wheel car racing. I don't even know where to start, to be honest. I've been doing this since I was seven. Um, reason being, being from Brazil, um, if you don't know how to play soccer, there are not many other sports you can actually engage in. Um, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm, and generally speaking, I'm not good with any sports that involve a ball catching, throwing, kicking. Doesn't matter. I just, I'm just bad at it. Um, so racing is really the passion, right? amongst everything else that I do, and if you guys have been listening, you know I do quite a lot of stuff. Um, But racing is very, has a special place in my heart Um, and my calendar. Um, So I don't even know where to start. I've been thinking, you know, a lot about it. Um, The other episodes we talked about mountaineering, we talked about scuba diving, mountain biking, you know, I'll have skydiving coming up, um, some other, and skiing, of course, um, with some adventures and ski mountaineering. But racing is... um, is special, so I do plan on. This is just the very first one. I do plan on dedicating, you know, um, two or three podcasts. Just talk about different kinds of racing. If you want to get started, some of the options. I'm trying to clarify some of the myths that exist, especially in the U.S. Um, about you know rear racing.
1: Um,
0: I may get some um, some complaints about things I'm going to say, uh, especially involving NASCAR, um, which clearly I'm not a fan of, but, um, you know, it is just my opinion. So what I, what I will talk about, um, and we can start now, is, so let's say you like to drive, right? And you like cars, and you say, you know, um, I think I can... I can be a race car driver. Everybody that I talk to, pretty much, to be honest, think that they can be a race car driver. Um, they don't understand how physically demanding it is. Um, and it is extremely demanding. Um, they don't understand the skills, right? And they just think, well, I'm a good driver, or I drive fast on the highway. Um, and that's that's it, right? Those are the requirements. So, first of all, is if you ever see me driving um, anywhere, highway uh, or in town, you're probably going to complain or you're just going to pass me because I am kind of the average, you know, speed. You know, I'm boring, um, and not because my car doesn't doesn't let me do it. On the contrary, uh, it's just because. I've, it took me a while, to be honest, right? Uh, it wasn't like that. Um, I'm 49, so gotta learn a few things along the way. Um, but highways and, and any other place other than a racetrack is not a place for you to, to race, right? Um, straight lines, eh, don't count, right? If you're a good straight line race car driver, uh, it doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> Uh, it means you can step on the throttle. Um, so race car driving is should be done on racetracks, period, right? Um, if you want to prove your abilities and if you're really good, do it on a racetrack, not any place else. So that's the first one. Now, that being said, right, not everybody knows even how to get access to a racetrack. So how do you start? There are two ways, uh, and I'll dive into those um, specifically in, in separate podcasts because there's a ton. I could talk about this for hours, although, you know, my podcast lasts for about 15 to, you know, maybe 20 minutes, stops. So I like to keep it short. Um, but um, you can think of two ways one is you can, uh, you can go to uh, racing schools. Uh, or you can do some track days, right? There, there are different things, um, but this pretty much involves a um, some sort of instruction and uh, bigger cars. Maybe you take your own car to a track day. So um, there are options out there. Uh, again, I'll dig deep into sort of the options and what a track day looks like uh, in the next podcast. Um you know, some of the organizations that run, how it's run, what you need to do, what happens to your car, uh, what you need to do before and what happens to your car after. Uh, insurance considerations, of course. Um, but it will give you a, a flavor, right? It will give you some of the, the idea of car racing if you participate on those. If you take, uh, you know, class, uh, classes in a, in a racing school, uh, you're going to go even deeper, right? You get a chance to maybe you drive your own car. Maybe you drive a Mazda Miata. Maybe they have some sort of formula car, right? With open wheels. Uh, but it will go farther. And you're obviously going to pay for it, right? There is a cost. And uh, this is the best way of, um, of burning money is if you own a race car or a boat. I don't want a boat, but I own race cars. Um, and they are expensive. So, And then you have... So those are sort of one way, right? Or maybe two, um, to get into car racing the proper way. The second one is, um, again, my my passion, is if you start go-karting. And again, I need to clarify this and we'll talk more about it in the next podcast in detail. What is go-karting? But I've been living in the US for twenty three years. Um, Still, when I say go-karting, most people think of, you know, the indoor carts. Uh, Now they're mostly electric, like RPM. If you have, um, you know, one of those places close by, you know what I mean. And this is what they mean. Oh, you go go go-karting. That's cute, right? So my my five-year-old also goes. Um, It's true, right? This is also go-karting. This is how mostly go-karting is known, in the US. However, go-karting is actually, performance go-karting is a whole different ballgame, right? It's highly popular in Europe, of course, in some places in Asia as well, and South America, as well as Brazil. Um, And it is the stepping stone for every um, professional race car driver, I would say outside the US, because inside the US you can have other ways to get to the top. I'm talking about indie Car series. Um, I'm not talking about NASCAR again. Um, so, but in outside the US, it's the only way. And what is really interesting is, and I will talk more about it, what it means really. What is a performance go kart uh, in the next uh, podcast or in a couple podcasts from now? Um, but it is um, how Formula One drivers, and we're talking about twenty of the best, twenty, just it, right, of the best drivers in the world, this is how they practice, right? They typically go back off-season because they are not allowed to, um, according to the FIA, right, the International Federation of um, Autosports, the FIA doesn't let them practice on actual Formula One cars, except if they are old, you know, F1 cars, which doesn't help much in terms of practicing for the next season. So they go back to go-karts. Right, they go back to carts. The the, the name go-kart actually annoys me, so they go back to carts, and those carts are extremely fast, extremely hard to drive. Right, um, I'm talking specifically, usually, about shifter carts. Uh, I own one, uh, again, I'll talk more about it in the other podcast, and they are difficult to drive, trust me. Um, they, they put a lot of uh, uh, a lot of downforce on your body. Uh, it requires 110% concentration. Uh, it's physically demanding. It's mentally demanding, um, and it's the closest. And it's not me saying these are, you know, Formula One or former Formula One drivers um, who say that this is the closest to a shifter cart is the closest to driving an F1, right? Which is the top of the top in terms of uh, car racing. So those, this is the other option, um, as costly as or even costlier than uh, racing schools, but this is how you could also start, and this will be my recommendation, right? Not starting from a shifter cart because it won't work, but starting with a performance cart and then growing. Uh, and participating in um, in some championships. This is the other path that I would recommend if you're interested in car racing. You're gonna gain skills there that are just applicable, you know, in every other car that you drive. Anything with four wheels. So I will cover those two in the next podcasts. Again, the track days is going to be the next one. Um, I'm gonna touch a little bit of on on racing schools as well. And then the other one is going to be fully dedicated to sort of this um, entry level to more advanced kart racing and how that prepares you to drive seriously anything. Uh, and I've driven from uh, indie uh, cars to, um, you know, big stock cars to old BMWs, you know, 1986 M3s to, um, you know... Formula threes and formula fours. um, And how does that uh, relate to driving a cart and the skills that you you build in terms of becoming a race car driver? So, um, and I may invite not one, but several people that I plan on interviewing uh, with different experiences about it. Because again, it's very close to my heart. um, Something I do uh, and I still compete uh, on on a yearly basis uh, you know, several races a month. Uh, so I'm, I'll, I'll have a lot of fun talking about it. I hope you guys enjoy it too. And I get people excited to start it. So next two coming up soon. Um, and then we we'll get, uh, we'll get more details. Talk to you guys later. Bye.